Hey, Aaron, you ready for seconds? Hey, yeah, what we having? Some s'more shitty pork chops. Oh, not shitty pork chops. We had that last week. That's right. The man, the pig mask is back. We watched Pork Chop 2, Rise of the Rhine. We watch it so you don't have to. Do we have any pork rinds? Shitty pork rinds. Oh. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. Join me today, as always, my co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you doing this fine, fine day? How's it going, buddy? <laughs> it's going all right. Uh, yeah, uh, honestly, I don't know. I, I'm a little depressed because of this. What, what's got you down, chum? Uh, it's This movie. <laughs> the, the <laughs> Pork Chap 2 has got me down. Uh, but you know what, before we go into that and, uh, let, let's do a little, uh, let's do a little bracket update. Okay. With our, uh, our, our second annual horrible horror movie, March madness, madness thing, kind fest, of whatever it is. Official title. Yeah. We moved on from the uh, shitty 16 to the epically awful eight. This epically week. awful eight. Yep. Uh, so let, let's get, so what were our shitty 16? How, right. how to break down? Let, let us know down like this. All right. In round one, the shitty 16, we had bloody, bloody Bible camp taken on camp dread. And Camp Dread was voted by the listeners as the worst of the two. Yeah. So Camp Dread's moving on to me. I, I awful, concur. I concur. Uh, round two, or uh, matchup two, we had Street Trash taking on the Ginger Dead Man. Uh, this was a close one. Uh, a lot of back and forth, but uh, the Ginger Dead Man well, people, went out and People love that cult classic of uh, Street Trash. Yep. You know, they don't Some want people to... got upset that it was yeah, another. Yeah, yeah. Called it art beautiful art or something like that i'm like eh, beautiful i don't, I don't know, know they can say beautiful that. art but. yeah uh but anyway uh then third matchup we had camp massacre taking on i'll always know what you did last summer and this was a tough one but um i i'll always know what you did last summer I'm moves on surprised to the i'm surprised but that movie was shitty yeah it's so yeah uh and then the final matchup for it on on, on this side of the bracket we had uh, cheerleader camp to the death, taking on Dahmer versus Gacy, a battle of shits that could have been final four contestants. Yeah, easily. You know, this is a bracket buster. Here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and th- this uh, uh, Dahmer versus Gacy, unanimous again, moving on. Yeah. That movies that that's they seem unstoppable. Dahmer versus Gacy <laughs> seems like the Duke, your Kentucky, just, your, your your Kansas City Jayhawk yeah. of uh, shitty horror movies. Yeah. yeah. They, they're they're going to plow right through this. Uh, and then on the other side of the brackets, we have. Zombies taking on terror at Baxter U. Uh, this one, well, there wasn't a whole lot of action. This one is a pretty slow, dull, dull matchup. But uh, terror at Baxter U squeaked it out. Squeaked it out. Squeaked it's one it of those out. matchups you see where you're just like, eh, I don't really care that much. Yeah, just, you got uh... no dog in the fight. And I think it's just because those are really low budget movies that a lot of people just haven't seen. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then we had the holiday battle, the battle of the holiday movies, which I was Ooh. excited about. We had Silent yeah. Night, Deadly Night Two, going up against Thanks Killing Three, uh, and uh, so, and again, uh, in a kind of, I guess, I don't know if you call it an upset, but surprise, Thanks Killing Three moved on, huh? Um, 
because it was either one in, in my book was worthy of moving on. They both sucked. But I kind of like both. I like both those movies. I know honestly. you like Silent Night, Day, Night too. Yeah, you, and, you and, like and Thanks Killing Three was just so bonkers. Yeah, so you insanely acid tripping weird the puppets and everything i mean and like rave techno dance scene i actually kind of like the music yeah, yeah i mean it wasn't bad movie i mean i mean okay yes it was a bad movie but <laughs> for a bad movie anyway uh then we had holla taking on hollow's eve and this was another one that back and forth uh came down to the wire but uh holla beat out hollow's 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 eve I holla beat hollow's eve yes and moving on. And then having trouble. Yeah. And then finally, the last matchup on this side of the bracket, we had the Trapdoor uh taking on Hollow 2. Trapdoor was my pick. That was my my Trapdoor was my pick too. My that pick was my go to the finals. Nothing's gonna to be to at least the final four. Yeah, easily. But an upset. Another fucking upset. The Moon Goons, the listeners, I I don't you the people have spoken, so I I gotta go through results, but what the hell? God damn. God, yeah. Holla two moves on. So are the Holla movies the sleepers? The Holla movies, I think I don't know, we'll find out but we, we have a showdown of the Hollas and the epically awful eight, because it'll be Holla versus Holla Two. No shit. Yep, that's how it plays out. Wow. So uh one of them is uh It's a Holla Hoedown. It's a Holla Hoedown. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, so that starts uh, probably. That will start probably uh, uh, Wednesday or, or, or I don't know. Whenever you know, I'll post it on our Instagram when mm-hmm. the when next round starts and the voting opens up man. for the next round. Uh, but we're getting down, man. We're, we got about we only got what two rounds left, I think, right. before we crown our champion for this year. Uh, with that said, let's move on to this week's uh, catastrophe of uh, <laughs> uh, God damn uh, pork chop two rise of the rind. Or as it's called in the credit, Pork Chops. Pork Chops. So, so again, we have another movie that has two different names. Is Doesn't it know Pork what Chops? Called. Is it Pork Chop 2? It's weird. When I typed it into IMDb, just to kind of – because I, I, I didn't try to look for any information other than just an actor. Yeah. Um, it When I typed in Pork Chop 2, it didn't come up. I got Pork Chop, Pork Chop 3D. But then when I typed in Pork Chops, this is the funny thing. I typed in Pork Chops and then – Pork Chop 2, Rise of the Rhine showed up. Huh. Uh, I'm like, huh, what? Yeah, I'm yeah, confused. Yeah, IMDb, it's, it's, it says Pork Chop 2, Rise of the Rhine on IMDb. Right, but when I typed it in, I, mean, I was doing this on my phone. It wasn't on a laptop. Okay. It wasn't on a computer. So I don't know if there, it was the apps Maybe. issue or and what then, I know you. on Amazon, it's Pork Chop 2 as well. That's where I... Yeah, it's just really strange. Yeah, it's yeah. really weird. It's again, but I don't again, understand what's going on there. Which title do you want? Yeah. Honestly, I kind of like Rise of the Rise. Yeah, I think me it's too. kind of funny. Well, I think it was shops. originally called Pork Chops because that's how it, the opening title I mean, that's what's screen. in the credits, so it's yep. got to be that, Pork yep. Chops. And I think they go, you know what? Let's just call it Pork Chop, too. Yeah. Plus, Pork Chops, it kind of does like alien. There should be more than one Pork Chop. It's plural. There's only one guy in a pig mask in this, not two. Yeah. So, anyway. Still, it was, it's not it was, right. it was, they were trying to work with it. Yeah. Uh, so, Pork Chop 2, Rise of the Rhine, was released on straight to DVD, obviously, uh, October 28th of t- 2011. So, like, immediately after the first one. Like, they didn't take really any time off. They no. were, like, right into making the sequel. Uh, it was written and directed by the same guy, uh, Eamon Hardyman, uh, who I apparently, doing research on this, I didn't realize this at the time, but he actually is credited for directing part of, not the entire thing, a part of the Dama vs. Gacy movie. Huh. Yeah. I don't know which part. Yeah, I don't know exactly. I didn't say. It just say directed part of, uh, I, like, early on. So I think maybe he was star directing, and then maybe they did a, a directorial director change, or the project got held up, and then they came back to it with a new guy. Uh. Don't know, but that's... Um, 
but if you're curious if you actually just watch the movie i it's only found on disc on amazon you, yeah. it's not streaming anywhere can't find anywhere streaming not even youtube because yeah. i tried just just because i wanted to see if it was available elsewhere. uh but it, it's a short movie surprisingly it's it's an hour. an hour and 10 minutes and 10 minutes of that is credits, credits. and this hour this movie did not need a 10 minute credit roll no at all <laughs> so at least it's short uh this <laughs> <laughs> the cast uh really not a whole lot to say but talk about but we will mention a few people here uh the main character is Simon is played by Sam uh Qualiana. It's a hard, really weird last name, but he's a, he's got thirty credits you to make his him name. Sound like he's an African tribe leader. Qualiana. Qualiana. Well, no, he's like some white nerd. <laughs> yeah. Uh he's in movies such movies as Attack of the Killer Shrews, Killer Rack, which come on, that I, I Sweet. gotta see that. Pig Girl, Pork Shop 3D. Uh I love this one. Black guy on a rampage, Angel of Death. <laughs> I hope Terry Crews is in that movie. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like he should be in that, you know? Uh, Snow Shark, Zombie Babies, Swamp Squad of the Dead, and he was also a protester along with an uncredited chicken zombie in Poultry Guys. Nice. Yeah. Nice connection. Exactly. So a little call back there. Nice. Exactly. Okay. Um, the main woman, girl, Meg, is played by Angela Pritchett. Uh, she's got 36 credits for her name, but really nothing special to anything I've ever really heard of. Uh, but she does have some, exp- mostly independence and mm-hmm. shorts. Um, now, <laughs> the, the, really the one with the most, uh, wait, I guess, acting chops would be this girl kid called named Kylie Williams, who plays Heather, one of the minor characters. But she's got 41 credits, including Porkchop 3D. Zombie Babes as well. And then a movie called Leaf Blower Massacre 2, which I would love to watch. So there's a first one. Yeah, apparently, the first one was, I actually looked this up. The first one was like, uh, it's like a little short on YouTube. I okay. think you can find it. The second one might be a little longer, but God, I won't watch that. Um, she was actually an award-winning actress, believe it or not, in this movie. Er? Not for this movie, but she won Best <laughs> Supporting Actress in a short film called Once When I Was Dead at the Fantastic Horror Film Festival in 2015. And she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress in a feature film for The Lashman at the 2014, in 2014 at the same horror festival. So this gal. Yeah. Uh, was she like the head bitch in charge bad girl? Uh, she was one of the bad girls. I don't know if I call it. She, the, she was the darker haired one. Huh. Yeah, not, not the blonde one. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and then... Uh, before I get to the, I guess, the last actual guy on name, uh, I noticed that one of the uh, quote-unquote lesbian hitchhikers, uh, <laughs> her name, it's, it's a complete false name, but it's uh, her name, she goes by the name L. Zombia. It's spelled, it, it took me a while to figure this out because it's spelled so weird, but it's X-O-H-M-B-E-A-H. So I'm thinking if you pronounce it, it would be Zombia, right? Or Zombie, and the H is that. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Cute. And then lastly, uh, most of, as you guys, or you've listened to our show before, should know this guy because he's been in a lot of the movies we've talked about. Sean C. Phillips is in this. Cool Duder. Cool Duder. 114 credits. You, like I said, you guys should know him by now. Uh, he was a super fat guy in Bloody Mary 3D. He's also in Jersey Shore Massacre and Camp Massacre. Uh, and I swear I want to see every movie on this guy's IMDb page. Because they're pretty much all these super shitty low budget horror movies with amazing titles. He's got to be horrible horror's most uh, 
consistent actor or a or he's, character. He's closed person. in now with Ron Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's it's him and Ron Jeremy. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. have been the most uh, have been in the most movies we have featured so far. It's horrible horror Hall of Fame. Yeah, he, he should be our first inductee. Well, him and Ron Jeremy, we need a class. Yeah. So a class of two, we'll be we'll make a Hall of Fame for those two. Perfect. Okay, uh, we'll get a plaque or something. So. <laughs> Here you guys go. Here's a plaque you can. Throw away. Use it a doorstop or <laughs> so something. We'll waste some money for yeah. those guys. All right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> With that, so let's move on to the movie, the main event. Uh, the movie, Pork Chop 2, Rise of Ryan. We open with these two lesbian hitchhikers. They're walking on this rural country road. Um, and I like these lesbians because they're fucking lesbians. Oh, like, they're straight up lesbians. Yeah, they're they're not trying to hide. They're not they're not lipstick lesbians. They're yeah. not, you know. Well, the redhead, the one with the bad red dye job is the closest thing to more feminine, but the other one is as butch as butch can get. Pretty damn butch. Yeah. But, hey, right on. Right on, yeah. It's pretty accurate. Um, So they're talking. They're confused as why no cars are coming by because, according to them, this guy at the gas station told them that this was the place to party. Uh, now, for those who listened to the first episode of watching, uh, I'm guessing this is supposed to be Bert. a reference to Bert Fleming and or Teddy. Uh, from the first movie, who run the gas station that tell everybody, hey, go cart party at Camp Wood. And so I'm thinking that's what that's a callback to. Now, the lesbian in glasses, because I don't get their names, it doesn't matter. Lesbian glasses says it's too hot and they're going to die out here. And so the lesbian with the bad uh, red dye job, well, let's call her red, <laughs> she's like, take a shirt off. And glasses is like, hey, not here. Let's go in the woods. Let's go into the woods. Now, okay, first, this is how the movie starts, right yeah. off the bat. And the writing and acting here are fucking horrendous it, it's right, like from the get-go. And something that's also tradition with the pork chop, I guess, now is also bad sound. God damn, is the sound really bad. Right off the bat, I recognize them. It's like, Jesus, you can barely, one, you can hardly hear what they're saying. There's bugs chirping in the background, which is really loud. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, we're back to shitty quality. Okay, yeah. here we go. Um, and this is just maybe me nitpicking. It kind of bothered me. But also, if it's that hot outside you're saying it's so hot we're gonna die from the heat the last thing i want to do is go have sex in the woods like really like i'm sorry that just make me hotter and stickier and gross and the last thing i do when i'm that hot is be touched by someone let alone put forth any physical effort to do anything let alone have sex in the woods that just sounds gross and disgusting to me really that hot you pussy <laughs> no, I totally agree. I'm right there with you. Oh god, I know, my my man. But they're yeah. like, hey, let's go in the woods. We're getting old, huh? Yeah, our libido is just like <laughs> gonna get hot and sticky and dirt. Screw that, man. Maybe we're just like you know realize, yeah, sex is great and all, but come on, let's let's. You don't older. need to be hot and sweaty yeah. and dirty in the woods. Because man, no, it's a nice crisp seventy degrees out, seventy five degrees, a nice breeze. Yeah, sure, why not? That's great. That's wonderful. <laughs> bone in the woods weather, hot till death. But if it's like yeah. ninety eight degrees and humid, and this is in West Virginia, so God knows how humid it gets there. I don't know, but that's the last thing I want to do. Because I, I talk about the summers here in St. Louis, it gets like hundred degrees and with humidity plus. But these girls did not give a fuck because they go into the woods and they really get to oh, fuck. Oh, they My, do, man! It's like aggressive. Yeah, so they immediately start making out in the woods. And they're stripping off their shirts, and yes, we see booze, but before you get too excited, it's not really the best-looking pair of lesbians. I mean, like, eh. Whatever. But they start rubbing their tits together. Yeah, this is this is getting pretty soft, like, pretty aggressive yeah, like, soft this is Like, like, like we're talking, crap. like, working the nips with the tongue, going at it, you know, like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, so, glasses goes down on red. And, and by going down, it's, like, pretty, I mean, 
It's it's, point, it really is like once away from like vivid porn. Like, right. Yeah. Um, we're talking like Skinamax quality. Except for that, you, I mean, yeah, except for that, you can clearly tell she still has her pants on. Her, her, well, but she's got like a skirt or something. If it's a skirt, then it would work. It's but, a skirt. Yeah. Uh, so while she's go- glasses going down red, we see Porkchop watching them from behind, like the tiniest of tiniest branches. Like it's such a twig, <laughs> it's a giant like, man in a pig mask. Yeah, just yeah. behind this tiny little branch. Uh, glasses is face deep in Red's love trench. Deep. And Porky comes up from behind them, and there is zero sneaking here. Like Porky's well over three hundred pounds, stepping on He's every twig and dead leaf with every step, strutting on up with big old boots. And neither girls hear him approach until he's like right on top of them. To which Red looks up and goes, "No, no!" But yeah. Blue, like her, you know, glasses doesn't care. She's just still going. No, she's like her. Yeah, her her. Panic is mistaken for sexual pleasure. So she's yeah, red glasses deep. continue eating the fur muffin. She's just going <laughs> and going. And pork chop steps on the back of glasses' head and pushes her face further into Red's baby box, causing her to suffocate and die. Which this may be the fastest. <laughs> yeah. This is only a first, but it's almost like the fastest suffocation I've ever seen. Death by Vag. Yes. It's nearly instantaneous, which is complete bullshit. I mean, it's like no one would die that fast in suffocation. That's, that's some really, really rank pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, just to compare, like, this might be faster, or this one t- is really close to the uh, uh, Billy strangling his girlfriend with the car antenna inside Night Dead Night 2. Oh, yeah. Because that's like, as soon as that antenna touched her neck, she died. <laughs> yeah, she was instantly dead. Uh, so now Red is trapped. Beneath the weight of glasses, head in her crotch. Okay. Which. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, and so glasses head must weigh a fucking ton <laughs> because red can't seem to move. Just an can't move. Can't move. Powerless. Yep. Can't move. And not only can she not move, she does she, like pork chalk takes his time to walk over to go grab a post digger. Post digger. Yeah. To which red is lying there again motionless it's like it's like glasses head became like thor's hammer like, right hey, nobody can move no it. one can move this lesbian's head <laughs> try Money. as you might man <laughs> so yeah um so yeah he, he, he porky he gets the 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 uh pole digger and he slams it down into a red stomach and begins to use it like well basically digging a post yeah. hole in her stomach so again it's <sighs> She's lying there motionless, not moving, like not even moving her arms or just, you know, going, no, no, no. She's just lying there flat, still as a board going, no, no, no. Then they cut to the post slamming into her intestines, slamming into her stomach. And you pan back and you see that she's like dug into the ground. Yes, thank you. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> I mean, we all know the effect where someone kind of like, yeah, you, you have know, to cover puts, the, yeah. puts the like they're standing. They're more vertical and. Well, the, it's the, uh, it's the uh, Kevin Bacon head in Friday the 13th trick. Exactly. Where, yeah, his head sticking up through a hole. And you have right, to, but you can the... see she's dug into the ground. Yes, I know. It's so bad because every shot before it, she's flat, flat ground, flat ground. And then this one, there's a goddamn root next to her like, head. In a ditch. Her arms got like up off yeah. her head. That's why she can't move them. Just all they needed <laughs> was just maybe five more minutes of a little bit of work. You know, I understand. Maybe you're on a t- you got a you got a time. You got you need to keep a schedule. But it's still in the dirt around. Yeah, come on, guys. It's, just, it's just, so bad. It's the extra five minutes. Yeah, it's it looks so bad. Ugh. Uh, so that's lazy. <laughs> that's just lazy. <laughs> uh, so, but also the fake 
skin of her belly looks also looks really bad. It's like all folded up and flopping around. <laughs> it, it, it looks awful. And the intestines look like long pieces of the cloth that they just soaked right. in red food coloring. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't even look meaty. They just like fabric or something. It's really bad. Uh, so once Red finally dies, we roll the opening credits. Now, these opening credits basically tell the story of the first movie and reshow a lot of the kills from the original, accompanied by like rockabilly music. Uh-huh. Um, now, yeah, this is only, yeah, we already talked about how por- it's called Pork Chops here, which is I found really weird. Uh, but we'll move on. After credits, we meet our main character, Simon, and his family as they drive down the highway and they're on their way to their new home because uh, uh, they had to move for some reason. Yeah, they had to move like. Right now, yeah, like we have to move right now to West Virginia, and basically they make it go that making you know that the father hired movers off a of Craigslist to move their stuff, and he's paying them in beer, uh, so that that becomes uh, apparently that's important. It's the worst idea ever. Yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> so I kind of like I kind of liked it. I'm like that's the worst. Uh, so the family talks about the move, and of course the teenage Simon is not happy about moving to West Virginia. He's playing Game Boy or something in the back. Yeah, uh, Nintendo DS or something. And uh, he says that West Virginia is filled with nothing but redneck rapists, which the mother replies by saying, "And fish, lots of fish." Now I only say this because I love that she doesn't correct him or say like, that's like a not nice thing to say or that's inappropriate. No, she's basically agreeing with him. Said, yeah, there's redneck rapists here, but there's also fish. Also fish. There's also fish. <laughs> so after some more driving, the father for some, just basically kicks Simon out of the car so, on the side of the road. Just like, yeah, get like, out. <laughs> like he's he he's supposed to say something smartass or kind of give a smartass remark, but. I don't even get that at no, all. It, 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 it's like, the lamest. It's the lamest. And, and his ever. reaction is not like "get the fuck out of the car, son." You're pissing me off so much. He just pulls her. He's like, "Get out." Yep. Get out. What do you mean? Da-? The acting is fucking horrible. Yeah. Uh, he's like, "Yeah, get out." You're walking the rest of the way, and yeah, he's kicked out for no reason and just drives off, leaving Simon stranded on the side of the road to fend for himself and and walk to a house he's never been never to. Never been to. Never. How does he even know where he's supposed to go? I don't understand that either. He's just, he's like, you're walking. But dad, is fa-. he goes, it's so, it's too far. And he goes, should have thought about that. So does he know where it is? I don't know. <sighs> um, so Simon's walking down the side of the road. Uh, this car pulls up alongside him. And then started these three dudes. And the blonde guy in the passenger seat, like, waves them over. Like, hey, come on over. And as Simon gets close enough to him, he throws an open can of PBR at him, spits on Simon, and they, they drive off with the blonde guy calling out faggot to Simon. It's so wrong, but at the same time, it's so, it's so I don't, funny. I hear fag, faggot in a movie still. It's like, I just takes it, brings a smile to my face. <laughs> I just get so I'm like a little kid. I'm like, he said fag. <laughs> it's so fun to say. <sighs> I mean, there's a whole South Park episode oh, that's, about that's it. A yeah. Great episode. I, mean, I love that uh, episode. Uh, so eventually, Simon eventually comes to a si- the sign for Camp Wood, which was the site. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. I was like, all right, Camp Wood. We're yeah. kind of doing a little callback. Exactly. There. It's, it's where the mm. event of the first one took place. And it's, it, at least they use the same location. Exactly. It's the exact same location. Mm-hmm. So there, there's at least some consistency or you know some continuity continuity here between the two um he starts hearing squealing sounds but not seeing anything he just carries on and then shortly after that he gets bitch slapped from out of nowhere by by a girl 
who just jumps on, slaps him in the face, says, you just got pork chopped, bitch. And uh, confused and shocked. She's wearing like a porky pig or petunia pig mask. Thank you. But I could think of you will. Yes. Yeah, petunia. And it's like a cheap drugstore one. Like the kind of like there's like a little white elastic band. Right. Just, uh, right. Right. Um, but shout out to Petunia Pig. Yeah. There All you right. go. Uh, so and confused and in shock from getting bitch slapped. So I was like, what the hell, man? Uh, and she and realizing her mistake, the girl apologized to Simon, uh, who she says she thought was some guy named Peter. And he she introduces herself as Meg. Uh, she helps him off. The two of them walk off talking and, you know, chit chatting. I do kind of like that. You got pork chopped, bitch. <laughs> Uh, we cut to the parents now arriving at the new house and the notice that the movers haven't shown up yet. So it's another like, big deal. And they're making a big deal of that. And it's so just a short scene. There's a scene where they're, but it, they're standing outside the house. He's got his arm around her like, yeah, looking at their house. Like, look at our home. But you can see cars driving in the background. Yeah. So they're not off. They're not like out in the middle of nowhere. There's a big serviceable road super duper close to where they are. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's very true. Just something I want to mention. Uh, so we go back to Iron Meg, and they're walking, and they're, and they're really hitting it off and all that. And for, I don't know. This is why I want to mention his shirt. Just because he's wearing this plain black T-shirt with, with white linen, and it reads, My hovercraft is full of eels. And I'm I'm asking, am I missing something? Because I don't – is this supposed to be a reference to something else or a line from another movie? Or what – am I just – I don't understand what this is supposed to mean. Is it supposed to be funny? I just don't – I don't get it. I tried to. I really did because I'm like my hovercraft is my hovercraft is full of eels. Okay, if anybody knows out there, yeah. any moon goons know if, if we're if like that's from hey, anything, let yeah, it please. please like, I'm us... like, why the hell is that on a shirt? What's that mean? Like, I don't get it. I, I'm I'm very curious. Yeah, like I, don't I didn't know. do any research. I didn't do any research. <laughs> No, that. I feel like I should know that, though. <laughs> if there's something that's in reference to, I feel like I should know it. Yeah. And would... I'm almost kind of embarrassed that I don't. But it might not or be should anything. I be? It might not. It might just be something stupid they made up for this. Like, I don't get sure. the shirt. <clears throat> but he wears it for, like, the entire movie. Uh, or at least all the opening half, I should say. Uh, anyway, Meg explains to him who Porkchop was, and she goes around slapping people, saying they got pork chopped. It's her thing. And she kind of takes pride in being, like, the, the town's weird girl. Like, yeah, I'm the weird girl. I'm the weird girl who's into pork chop, and no, most people shouldn't be. So pork chop's got, like, a, he's got, like, a, a, a air about him, a mysticism, kind of a, he's a, he's an urban legend, but real, you yeah, know, kind of like, thing. He's like, like people don't, man. Yeah, people don't. Man. Like what? The Mothman. Well, okay, yeah. He's, you know, people are still real and real, but people still talk about him and fascinated by him and all that. It's like, it's like yeah, your local urban legend type thing. But he, yeah, yeah. Uh. So, they arrive at Simon's new house, which just so happens to be Pork Chop's old childhood home, we learn. <laughs> so, basically, Simon's moved into the Myers house is what basically what boils down yeah. to. But again, it sure looks nice. It's been completely rehabbed. Yeah, it's not run down in any way. No, it's a perfectly servable, serviceable home with a nice yard uh, and a very and close... well kept. Yeah. Like... Which is funny, because they talk about later, like, how long they tried to... The, the realtors tried to unload the house for so long and nobody would buy it. It's been sitting there and like, oh, they did a hell of a job keeping it nice thing. Cause it's, yeah. Um, so inside Meg's like, Oh, I got to look around this house. This is the pork chop house. And she's looking inside. The parents are watching like, what the hell? It's stupid. Uh, they end up in Simon's room and basically through his window, they notice the barn in the backyard. Meg's like, we're going out there. We so let's go. I shot. 
it can't be that far away. Exactly. Keep that in mind. It's yeah. supposed to be like right out. It's like, oh, look, there it is out the back window. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> and they never show. They never show the barn in relation to the home. No, they, 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 they never, never do. do. But you, they, <clears throat> she obviously says, hey, look, there's the barn. So, right. Yeah. And, and she's not like at the window. She's sitting on the bed with Simon. Yeah. So. And she's like, Simon's like, I don't really want to go out there. But she's like, hey, if you hang around with me long enough, maybe I'll let you kiss me. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll go. Sweet. Yeah. Mm. So they're out back walking through a field of tall wildflowers. Uh, and for no fucking reason, people, I shit you not, they break into song. What the hell is happening? I already forgot about that part. But yes. I mean, this can't be real. I, I, this cannot, I cannot allow my brain to acknowledge that this happens in this movie. They do. I forgot yes. about that. It's like I just watched the movie not too long ago, and I've already forgotten about it because I needed to shut it out of my mind. It's like childhood trauma. They just <laughs> seriously start breaking out into song in the middle of this wi- field of wildflowers on their, on their fucking hike, their fucking Lord of the Rings journey to the barn that's supposed to be in the backyard, but it's painting like... <laughs> miles and miles away. <laughs> they need a map. <laughs> they have to cross Mordor to get to it or something. I mean, right. God damn. And they're singing songs. It's... Ah! And the songs are bad, but it's like, it's not even funny. It's like, no. if you're going to be funny, have some fun with it and kind of sing something funny. Like, the songs in Poetry Guys were at least funny. They were funny. But they were... They're, this is just random and... Pointless. The music does not accompany their lyrics the no. way they, their inflection. If I sing like this, you think music would not, be... There's not even music. No, there was music. But I it, don't remember music. I thought they just started singing. But the music wasn't anywhere near like what was going on with the actual cadence of their music. Yeah, it was really shitty. And that really threw me off a lot, too, how bad the music was compared to... How, Fuck! I don't. I don't. And this never happens again in the movie. There's never a ref callback to it. They don't sing anymore. It's just this one thing, and it's done. But it's just like, what the hell is the point of that? What were they thinking? Uh, it was. It's awful. It's, it's pretty so bad. bad. And I like tongue in cheek stuff and goofy stuff. And we already kind of established Pork Chop One had a lot of that. Yeah. So all right, you know, they started doing that Pork Chop. If you're gonna fucking do it, do it good. Yeah. You know, that's the thing that pisses me off. It's like, like we. That's, it's like they had the idea, but then they just gave up on it. They didn't commit yeah. to it. Yeah, exactly. So the song finally ends with Simon and Meg basically professing their newfound friendship for each other. And they're all buddy-buddy now after like knowing each other for like 20 minutes. Um, I know girls like that. They continue to walk through what would be, like I said, the world's largest backyard. They're called sluts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, they finally come to the barn, the famous pork shop barn, which is basically... A shed. It's not even a barn. It's really just like a shed. Yeah, a it's a shed. big shed. I would say it's a big shed. Yeah. Uh, Meg rushes in to check it out because she's again she's obsessed with pork chop, and she tricks Simon into coming in to the barn by saying, "Hey, I'm getting naked in here. You know, I'm coming in. I'm getting naked." He's like, "I don't want to go in there. I'm getting naked." Oh, okay. Runs on in. Yeah. And inside they find what's supposed to be a creepy altar, but it just looks sad and pathetic. Yeah, it just it's like. Two metal buckets with candles in it, and I, like that's basically it. I can't really understand what it is. Yeah, it's it's a, they seem to be an altar, but all I see is buckets with candles, and they never really show much else. And it's not even like in a like if you think if you're gonna put an altar in a room, you're gonna put it somewhere like put like it's either gonna be in the center of the room or like maybe along the back wall centered or somewhere. This will it's like it's gonna on, be a focus. Yeah, a focus <laughs> room. this is like it's gotta have a certain feng shui. It's like an afterthought <laughs> altar. It, it, it's like on the side. 
wall kind of back but not fully in the corner it's just kind of tucked it's kind it's, of there it's just there yeah it's, you know it's really weird this it, is where i do my woodwork this is where you know i kind of do work on my tires this is my altar yeah <laughs> to all the kills that i've made throughout the years uh, and over here <laughs> i'm proud of this i just made a birdhouse <laughs> so yeah <laughs> it's, it's just kind of there so uh they get interrupted by bert fleming uh who yeah, is bert. Back. bert fleming's back uh, Aaron hated this guy. I liked sure him did. in the first one, but I will say, I don't like him in this one. He, really? Yeah, he he, he wore on me on this one. I liked Bert better in this one. <laughs> and I there's I'll tell you why. All right, I'll tell you why. Bert tightened it up. He tightened it up. Yeah, he tightened it up because in the first one, I didn't mind Bert, but he rambled and everything he was doing was all ad lib. Yeah, off the cuff. I still think everything he did was ad lib. Yeah, yeah, but he he tightened things up. There wasn't. The Burt show for five minutes. You're right. That is true. That's so true. while he's still, you know, I, I didn't mind it as much. Okay, uh, but yeah, Burt just pops up out of nowhere and basically warns it too that these woods in the barn are still his and that he patrols them, basically keeping an eye out for pork chop. He's like, so he's kind of like the neighborhood pork chop watchman thing. Yeah, <laughs> um, porkman watchman. Yeah, pork and the camera stuff. angle changes to show that Bert isn't alone. No, he's but not. With him is a giant bl- gay black man named Teddy. So, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute here. Hold the phone. <laughs> Hold the phone. You're telling me that between the events of the first movie and now, Teddy has changed from a shorter, skinny white guy to a much taller, giant, fat-ass black guy who is gay as Gay as uh, the day is long. I mean, what the shit, man? I should be able to do this. As gay as, as gay as, uh, I got nothing. I am, I've been working all day. Gay as a cock in your mouth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty gay. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just saying. It's a little crude. I was going for something more clever, but I don't know. But cock in the mouth, you can't be. That's pretty gay. <laughs> That's pretty gay. But yeah, it's like, what the shit? Like, how is this? What? So I kind of like it, though. In a way, it's like... <laughs> so what happened? Teddy from the first one was such a tall, skinny... He was just like a skinny little white guy. Yeah. And now he was... Who's, I think he's into girls, because they talk about getting oh, girls Oh, he was totally into like girls. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah, sure. He was into girls. And now you have this total opposite, giant, overweight black guy who is gay as a cock in the mouth, as you said. <laughs> <laughs> and he, wear, he, has like, he wears a flower in his hair and he's just he's super gay yeah, yeah. uh so <laughs> i was like what is happening between the musicals and this and she, it's so fuck this movie <laughs> oh god all right <laughs> i'm sorry i had to take a i just i had to take a break there um so Bert and teddy they walk them back to simon's house yeah, they're, they, they're they're carrying rifles and we'll shotguns. Go, yeah. We're gonna make sure that you get home safe because yes. apparently these woods really are pretty dangerous. Yeah, and along the way, Bert tells them that he's been watching these woods ever since the, sometime in the '80s, which is when the events of the first one happened. Um, and he also tells Simon the history of pork chop and briefly skims over the events of the first movie, like a real quick brush mm-hmm. over. Um, so they go back to the house, and then Bert and Teddy just turn and go back into the woods. Uh, Meg kisses Simon goodbye. She heads home. Now, the two, because of these two fat hillbillies in a car, they're stopped along the side of the road. 
And the one in the passenger seat looks like a fat redneck version of Ozzy Osbourne. It's uh, a good way of describing really it. really does. Yeah. Um, so they both get out so Fat Ozzy can take a piss. <laughs> and the other guy staying maybe six feet away from Fat Ozzy with his back to him so he can pee in privacy, I guess. Uh, but during the scene, the ca- camera's constantly switching back and forth between the two of them. And then the last, like, cut or, or, or camera flip, Fat Ozzy's just gone. He's yeah. vanished in the just... thin air. And Fat Ozzy... Or, oh, you know, Hillbilly Ozzy. He's not a small guy. Nope. He's a big dude. They're big. both, like, just fat dudes. Yeah, they're big guys. Beef uh, balls. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so Buddy turns around to see that Fat Ozzy is gone, and he wanders like, and so he's like, where the fuck you go? And he, so he wanders off into the woods looking for him. And it's like steep woods, too. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a hillside. Yeah. Like, you got to power up. I just, I hate this so much because, like, guy's, like, six feet away. First of all, pork shop is no small person either. Fan Ozzy's pork shop is no fucking twinkle toes. No, and apparently this guy moves in, swoops in like a goddamn hawk, scooping up a mouse or something like that, and just <laughs> carries him away. Yeah, no sounds, nothing from a guy who's six feet away. It's like, oh, I hate it so much. So, uh, so the other guy's looking around the woods, and he's like looking for Fat Ozzy, and then from out of nowhere, a hand comes in from off screen, grabs the guy by the neck freeze frame here an odd choice yeah very odd cut away to a sunset cut to a picturesque sunset scene of a lake yeah, and- where you have like this it's it's supposed to be ominous it's just like a piano it's supposed if it's supposed to be going bong like something from csi but it's yeah. just like bing bing then you hear wing. <laughs> yeah. and i'm not kidding it's like really faint and it's real mild and it's exactly human doing this Wee, yeah. Like, <laughs> huh? Yeah, it, it, huh? it's so fucking god awful bad. It's so bad. Like, first the the freeze frame is an odd choice because it look the freeze on and the shot they do makes it look even worse because the guy's reaction in the hand it's so it's like I can't. This is audio format, so you can't see, but it's it's awful. It's like the worst <laughs> thing that they could have done anything other than that. Um. So, they could have just cut to black and heard a scream. Yeah, that would have been better, too, just to cut to black. Uh, so now we rejoin Meg, who's walking a- home alone in the dark with a flashlight. And so, again, I'm like, I'm so frustrated because fucking A, she's, you're telling me she's supposed to be walking home from Simon's house, right? Uh, and she left in the afternoon. Like, it was bright and sunny when she left Simon's house. Yes, and now it's like midnight. It's pitch black. Pitch She's black. got her flashlight out. I'm like, yeah. where the hell does this girl live that it takes her this long to get going? home? And why does she always carry around a giant flashlight with her at all times? Like, where'd that come from? Like, I know she has a book bag, but seriously, why? Is she, who walks around the flashlight at all? And it's not like a little keychain one. That would make sense. No, it's like it's a like proper a flashlight. Fla- yeah. Uh, so she's walking through the woods and she ends up walking past the now dead and gutted bodies of fat Ozzy and his buddy hanging from a tree, but somehow she doesn't notice this, even though she walks like right by him. Yeah. So, I mean, it's dark. She didn't shine the light directly on him. So I'm kind of like, oh, she just missed the bodies. Ugh. Yeah. So she's in pork chop territory. But even by the moonlight, like you, they're not. So they're this, this is the reason I understand. This is the my my thought for for this shot. Okay, is to just show that yes, yeah, she just did leave, you know, Simon's place, and so they're in 
the kill zone, if you will, for pork chop. Yeah, the vicinity. You know, the vicinity. Yeah. So that's that's kind of the. It's, it's, I, 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 I I get that too. I kind of get that. Like, yeah, it makes you wonder. Like, one, where did these the fat guys come from? How far away were they to Simon's house? And so like, they how couldn't far have been away too she, far yeah, away. Like, yeah. Were they on the road, like right out front of his front door that we saw earlier? <laughs> and that, again, nobody sees. They had to have been. <laughs> I mean, how did they, they get there? They had to have been. How did they get there? <laughs> how far is she walking? <laughs> yeah. Ten miles? That's what I thought. Uh, so the next day now comes, and Simon comes out of his room wearing women's clothing because it turns out the movers still haven't shown up, so nobody has any clothes, and he's forced to wear whatever his mom had on hand. And it's like this pink. Skin-tight pink. pink Low like cut V neck, yeah. like with two zebras on it. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Um, so it's off like the... a great piece of clothing you would never want to wear. Yes, that's a great way yeah. to put it. So off the school he goes wearing the the shirt, and uh, and like and, but... skin tight shorts too. And that's it though. First day of school, no book bag, no books, no pen, pencil, nothing you would need for school. Just a woman's shirt, and off he goes. <laughs> And you think he just, I mean, he even made the argument, I'll just wear the clothes I wore yesterday. And they're like, no, you're not going to, like, fuck. Yeah, I kind of, like, mom's like, you're not going to be the smelly kid, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I think I'm like, yeah, you can wear those. Yeah, again. It's, it's, I'm not going to let my yeah. son wear women's clothing the first day of school. The worst shirt To ever. a high school. Right. I mean, come and on. it's your first day. First day. Worst parents ever. Yeah. Yeah. You just want your kid to get that his ass kicked up most you know, definitely and be on bot- maybe yeah. they do maybe they are maybe this is a plan maybe they really hate simon maybe <laughs> the parents hate simon they that kicked much. him out of the car made him walk they really have clothes they're stashing the barge somewhere they're just yeah. like you know what you're wearing this kiddo fuck with simon today we're gonna give him <laughs> women's clothes so this is when i get i'm it's quote-unquote popular guy i'm sorry uh i skipped it meg basically saves him from being laughed at and drags him into a stairwell where she kisses him out of the blue um and just tell him, like, hey, hold, stay here, hold on, I'll be right back. She rushes off. Now, this is where the, I get, quote, unquote, the popular guys come downstairs. And I don't even know if they're supposed to be the popular, but it's, like, the group of guys that are featuring this movie. The the click. The bullies. This, the, yeah, yeah, the bullies, the, the just weird The cool group. kids. The, the cool, cool kids, Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if they're supposed to be the cool kids. Well, I mean, that's, that's. They're just this one them. group. But, yeah, so lack of a word, I'm calling the popular cool kids, whatever. Um, So they laugh at him as, Simon, as soon as they see him, of course. And the leader of the group is the same blonde guy we saw earlier who threw the beer, beer at Simon. Him. Called him. <laughs> uh, and the last guy in the group is this large, dopey guy he named Howard. And he punches Simon in the stomach, calls him gay for wearing women's clothing, laughs at him. And then May comes up and gives him like some gym clothes to change into. So she kind of saves the day. We jump ahead to Simon Meg in Mr. Fellsworth's class. And since this is a movie... All the popular kids are in the class as well because that's the laws of law of movies, where all the characters have to be in the same class together, even though that would pretty much never happen. Right? <laughs> I can count the number, my, like on my one hand, the number of classes I have. Like my really good friends in high school, like barely any. Like I, we were always like so scattered. Come to think of, well, it also depends on the size of the high school. That's true. You this, gotta this, take this that into consent. All right, this would be a smaller high school. Yeah. it's a small town, West Virginia. But still, it's like really, it's like it's like such a movie cliche like trope. We to, we Everybody's to, in the same class. We together. went to good size high schools, like yeah, uh, pretty large you know, ones. Our, my graduating class was five hundred. Yours was probably in the same ballpark. Yeah, five hundred easy. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, it's relatively good size. So it's yeah. about two thousand kids on campus, if not more. Yeah, you know, give or take. So there, it looked like maybe their whole school was maybe <laughs> about 
400 or so. Maybe, yeah. You know what? I didn't take that into consideration, but still, I just find it funny. It's not just this movie. You see, like, every high school horror. Now, that's true. They're, like, always in the same class together. that's true. They're, like... Everybody's yeah, like, in the same class. We're at school in California, population twenty million. But yeah, we're all having class together. What's yeah. up, dudes? It's like <laughs> no, like I saw my friends like before school hanging out and then maybe lunchtime if we had to say if we had the same lunch hour. Right. Uh and then we'd hang out afterwards. Or cage like I said, the rare chance I'd have PE or one other class was a friend of mine. Right. It was so um so anyway, so Mr. Fellsworth classroom is clearly an art class. It's clearly an art classroom, <laughs> yeah. but I think it's supposed to be a history teacher. I don't really know what he's teaching, but it's certainly not art. No. And uh, Meg gets in, like gets him to talk about pork chop, which has been a banned topic of discussion in the school now. Nobody's allowed to talk about it. Um, so we cut to, now we cue like this wacky, zany. Benny Hill like music and a montage of Fellsworth teaching the class about pork chop, the pork chop murders, completely like wacky demonstrations that make a girl vomit. That's... But they're not even that wacky. No, you it's know, like that's... doing like the psycho knife thing and like, yeah. like fake strangling, or fake throat slashes, and but it's apparently so crazy and over the top it causes a girl to barf. Yeah, it's it's really again really bad here. And it's, I was almost wondering. Did they just fuck the sound up so bad that they said, fuck it, we'll put some Benny Hill music over it, <laughs> have a girl barf, and call, call it, a it a day. Oh, my God. I hope that's – I I'm going to like to think that's what happened. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either. It's, it's really – like that's that bad. Like, it's really like what the – like, somebody patched this together. Um, so after the class, Meg finds Simon looking at the group of popular kids who – honestly, again, this is supposed to be high school, and they all look like they're in their mid to late 20s. Easily, no way. I totally disagree. The blonde guy alone looks like he could be thirty. No, totally disagree. Oh. I think they all look pretty fucking young. I'll give the girls look younger. The girls look young, the youngest. I think the guys look easily in their twenties, especially the blonde. I can't get over how old the blonde guy looks. I don't think he's that old looking. I mean, he maybe maybe him, but the rest of them. Nah, man, I'm gonna. Okay, I I disagree. I think they look much older, but fair enough. We, you know, agree to disagree on that one. Um, so basically, Meg's giving like a rundown of each guy. So we get like a really brief, glossed over, like quick, like description or backstory of each of the characters. That's so and so. He plays baseball. That's so and so. He sets He's... homeless people on fire. This yeah. is so and so. He does the, like yeah. It's real rundown, and they're all ancestors because they basically all sleep together and they all fuck each other, and it's it's. Doesn't matter. Again, I think they're trying to be funny here, but it, it just doesn't play. Um, and Simon tells like tells Meg that he has a plan to make them like him. So uh, after school, Simon asks Meg to come over for dinner. Again, they kiss. They and then they they just walk off together. Now we cut to like some other high school couple, like this total random couple we've never random, seen before. Totally random. Um, I, they, I guess again, there's like. We said before everybody's in the same classroom because they were also in the Fellsworth class because they're talking about the the pork shop right. and the Fellsworth. And then this girl just comes right out and says, "Hey, I have an idea. Let's, Let's go, go into the woods and fuck." fuck. He's like, "All right, oh, yeah, I'm like, all right." And off they go. So off they go. And mind you, they're on school campus. Yes, right? they're supposed to be on school grounds. Yes, so they're on school grounds, and the woods is probably not that far away. No, actually, let's say they're right there. You can see them from the school. Yeah, right. Obviously, yeah. Okay, right there. Uh, so it cuts to them kissing under a tree. They have sitting, a blanket laid sitting down. Sitting on a large cover, which, I guess, where the fuck did that come from? Because <laughs> they clearly didn't, none of them had it. It's it, it just suddenly a comforter there. And they both take off their shirts. 
And apparently, again, all the girls in this small town hate bras. Because so far, none, none of the of girls them. have worn a bra in this movie. Dude, and she looks like barely 18. Like, again, the, the lesbians look really young. This girl looks really young. Uh, I think the butchy one looked younger. The red <laughs> but red s- looked a little older or that she had, a, like, a drug but- problem. I, I don't know. She, <laughs> she looked a little rough to me. Uh, I think it was just zits. And, 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 and this girl, yeah, she, again, not, not the I'm easiest really, of the eyes. but really uh, curious. Like They have to be 18 at they, least. Oh, know, yeah, yeah, but know ooh, they're pushing it, man. Uh, so... <laughs> We, they go back to making out, and the guy has like, some of the worst tattoos I've ever seen. I got count. They look so bad. Like an Egyptian hieroglyph. He's got on like like a arm. new like like an Egyptian guy on his arm, and then like some weird blacky. It looked like it was done like somebody's garage on the other yeah. side of his chest. It's kind of funny. He goes, "You ready for some cocking?" And then it pans away. Oh yeah, it it pans like oh seriously. It's the camera centered on them. It pans at, from our perspective. It pans to our left, all, and you know, and we just get a shot of trees. And they're supposed to be having sex. There's off-screen dialogue. It, it was, and moaning, like, oh, oh, oh. And then it pans. And, like, seriously, 10 seconds go yeah. by. And it pans right back to them putting their shirts back on. putting their shirts back on. And the guy apparently never even got his pants off. Because he's still just sitting in the same position he was when they panned off of him. I honestly kind of liked it. I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> and, uh, so then they said, hey, we fucked. Let's get high. Yeah. So now. Out of nowhere <laughs> comes a giant bong. Yeah, again. He pulls out a bong from I don't know where. Like, did he just walk around with just a bong in his it's backpack like a two at school? Foot bong. Like this big glass, blue glass bong lights it up. He takes the hit, which first of all, I'm not even sure if it would even work the way he smokes it because uh, I'm pretty sure when, a, when you hit the bong, you have to pull the uh, uh, the sliding slider slider thing out the bowl out the bowl, yeah. to inhale. He never does that. The fucking thing is t- duct taped to the bong. Marshall's schooling <laughs> motherfuckers on bong rips. I like it. But I was like, come on. Like, and mind you, he's my most non weed smoking friend. <laughs> <laughs> and even he's calling bullshit. It is bullshit. Like this goddamn thing's duct taped together. <laughs> But anyway, like a fucking ninja, Porkchop pops out from behind the very tree they're sitting against. He, Porky slams the guy's head down on the bong, causing the bong to burst out the back of the guy's skull. Uh, the girl screams as blood splatters across her face, and Porkchop just picks her up and carries her away, never to be seen again. Yeah. They, that's never resolved. And just- now, mind you, that scene... Sounds awesome the way you described it. In all actuality, it was dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> the sound quality was so bad. So Porky comes out from behind, slams his head down on the bomb, but you don't hear anything. It's all like, <laughs> like that might be the sound it makes. <laughs> it's not like a queef or something. <laughs> queef. I love it. <laughs> So, you hear her scream, Porky, like, grabs her and runs off. Yeah. And the 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 effect is pretty bad. It's just this goo that kind of plops up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, it sounded so, awesome. I was listening. I'm like, yeah, it sounds awesome. Wait, I've seen this. I've seen this. It's not, not that cool. <laughs> uh, so, we go back to Simon's house now, where Simon and Meg find his parents getting ready to drive back to the city. 
<laughs> to deal with the movers who never showed up. And the parents say, we'll be back by Monday. So I'm, I'm, I get really confused at what day, the, when this is supposed to take place. Because at first, I'm like, oh, they showed up on a, maybe a Thursday. It's now Friday. We'll be back by Monday. But then, like, then later, they're like, no, we're going to have a party. It, the, the days get really fucking weird, the timeline of this movie. I, I didn't have a problem with it. Uh, so Meg tells Simon that they're going to use the money his parents left him, of course, to have buy beer for the party they're going to throw. Uh, and, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, of course you're going to do that. Gotta, gotta have a party. Have it's a, party. a horror movie. Parents are gone. Yeah, gotta party. party. Uh, so the next day at school, this is why it's like, okay, this isn't Friday because it's the next day again. So I don't know. Um, Meg's handing out individual invitations like it's a kid's birthday party, which I, I'm sorry. I know in high school is going around handing out invitations to a party anymore. Yeah, that's a little it, weird. It's like you, it, in, in high school, it was always word of mouth. Yeah, it was word of mouth. Always word of mouth because you didn't want to leave a paper trail. Yeah. No paper. You didn't want someone to find the invitation, a teacher to find it, someone you don't want to go or, you know, what have you. Yeah. You know, it was just word of mouth. Ex- yeah, that's the best way to put it. But she's handing out, like, little Halloween party, like, like, like a little ghost with two pumpkins on it. Says, yeah. Boo, you're invited. I'm like, what the shit? Are we five years old now? Like, what is happening here? It's really strange. Like, you know what's funny? I do that now <laughs> as an adult for friends. Like, hey, <laughs> who wants to come to my Halloween party? <laughs> or Marshall. Maybe if you put him in the mail, but you're not going around to like school handing these shit out. So anyway, after a short montage of, of the hand of the invitation, we go to the cool kid group sitting in a ro- around in what looks like, again, it's an art room again, debating if they're not going to go to the party or not. Cause like, uh, but once they realize it's at Simon's house, they're like, oh, we're in because now we can go pick on the kid and really mess yeah, with him. Yeah, we're going to fuck with the new guy. Yeah. So later that night, Meg shows up at Simon's house with a case. So, with really kid. quick. Okay. That scene where they're talking like, okay, yeah, we're going to fuck with the new guy. And then there's the head bitch in charge. That's the one I guess the the one. The, the blonde the long, one? blonder head. Okay, that's, that's Hannah, I think. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, she's like, yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. And she holds up a phone. And it's a flip phone. fucking flip phone. Yep. From ninety seven, it looks. Like, uh, well, it's not ninety seven. I know, on. but still, it was. It's a flip phone from like two thousand four, <laughs> and this movie was made in two thousand eleven. But it's not. Right. It's not. Doesn't. It doesn't. It's just. It's, it's like whoa. That's a dated piece of technology. No, you're right. It it, it, it was odd. Like that. It was that's the phone. It really had. caught yeah. my eye. I was like whoa. Um. So anyway, totally. yeah. Um. Like I said, make make shows up at Simon's house with cases of beer. Which have labels taped over them, yeah, which but, I find funny because the fact they didn't bother covering up the PBR, PBR. It was clearly visible when they threw it out the window. But they clearly taped over Bud Light. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so May kisses Simon again and tells him that she left more beer down the road because she couldn't carry it all. Uh, and before I move on to how weird that is, I just want to say every time Meg kisses him, it seems so random and weird. Like it looks almost like just oddly uncomfortable or like forced. Like it doesn't look right. Right. It just, it's weird. looking. Something's off about that girl. Yeah. Uh, so also now I do need to talk about how this beer thing makes zero sense to me. <laughs> Cause I have a big problem with this. She carries in two, basically 12 packs, right? I, I thought they were like old school 24s regardless. They're cased can, they're cased yeah. cans, but, uh, uh, maybe, maybe old school 24s. Uh, but she carries those in says, Hey, go get left. Me. Down the road because I couldn't carry them all. So how oh. did they get down the road in the first place? I mean, she has no car. Nobody has a car ex- except for like the popular kid. 
So she carried these cases from somewhere, which also means she carried the beer she left in the road a certain the, distance. Her certain distance to leave it at the road and then came on. So how did that beer get to the road in the first place? Then she left it there to carry this beer, but couldn't carry it. It's really weird. Like the yeah. logistics here don't add up. Like, why could you not carry the beer all the way? So she doesn't have a car. Yeah. She's just carrying random it's it's really weird. It's it, it, it's it doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, it really doesn't make any sense. And uh, it really bothers me for some reason. <laughs> it really does. Uh, so anyway, Simon leaves to go get the beer, which he finds next to a, a tiki torch in a brown bag. And really, and then that's it. This is what makes it even more weird to me is that it's it's one bag, one little brown bag. Not it's like, like a, a medium brown bag. It's not even like a keg or cases. It's just one bag that would maybe hold a six pack. You're telling me May couldn't carry that, but then on top of the cases or hold that like in her fingers while she carries. What the hell? She was so close to failure. So, uh, anyway, it, it Simon squats down to pick up the beer, and that's when Porkchop walks across the camera, panning and you know passing in front of Simon and slitting Simon's throat as he walks by. Simon dies, which I will say I was surprised by this. Me too. Because I was not expecting to kill off basically the main character so early. Um, well, we're about we're about halfway through, still, a little more than halfway through, because yeah. we didn't know it was only an hour long. Yeah, but still, but yeah, halfway just like, through well, the main character. I was just like, well, shit, there goes Simon. Yeah, like okay, fuck. Uh, the <laughs> only thing I will say about it, it is probably the, the the throat slashing is is probably the better, if not the best effect in this movie as far as makeup goes. Probably the in at least my opinion is yeah. probably the better ones. Uh, but yeah, Simon. So Simon's dead. Like main character gone. Right. And and not even a great death. Like, no, just, nothing. Uh, Half has like he's just like done. trying to pick up some beer. Like oh, some beer. Dead. Yeah. It, what it, a shitty way to go. Yeah. And he overacts it too. Like his the facial expression. He, he overdoes it. But uh, back at the house, all the cool kids now show up, and because they're like the one pe- person in downtown has a car, and uh, they tell Meg to like, hey, go get us beer, Meg. Uh, we you suck. We basically she's Meg from Family Guy. Everybody hates Meg. Yeah, the H B I C is like get us some beers now. God, <laughs> you're so weird. Uh, and almost Im- basically immediately after they show up, they walk in, get us beers. Then Heather and Trevor just turn around and say, "Hey, we're gonna go cam- get our cameras up. We'll be in the woods." Wink, wink, wink nudge, wink. nudge. They're yeah. basically saying we're gonna go fuck in the woods. Yeah. Everyone goes to fuck in the woods. Yeah, you're in a house. Just go fuck in the bedroom or something. Or you got in the a car. Go fuck in the car. Yeah. God damn. What's Maybe it's a kids? fucking hillbilly West Virginia thing. Maybe. Like hill people. I don't know. <laughs> um, Goddamn hill people fucking in the woods again. <laughs> so, and they're found basically by Rich and his girl, Hannah, the blonde. They immediately like, yep, okay, they're going. Oh, we're going to go too. We're out we're here. We're going in the woods so too. Almost four of the six people that show up turn around and instantly leave. And, uh, so that leaves Meg Howard and Bobby, the blonde guy, and Meg turn on like, Howard, go find Simon. Simon. And so he leaves. So now it's just Meg and the blonde guy sitting on the couch watching, watching TV. TV. Um out in the woods, Heather and Trevor, they're setting up the tent, but quickly give up on that. Like fuck the tent, so they can have sex. Yeah. Uh, she rides him for maybe 15, 20 seconds again. Again, topless. And she looks also very young. And very not into this at all. No. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Sexing and the sex ends after, like, basically 20 seconds. Uh, in which Trevor just gets up to go get firewood. He's like, all right, I'm done. I'll go get some firewood. 
So while Trevor's looking for the firewood, Porkchop comes up behind him, grabs the hatchet that he apparently was holding, and uses it to chop off all of the fingers of Trevor's left hand. In one swing. In one swing. Yeah. Uh, and then he then kills Trevor by repeatedly bashing his head against a tree. And using the term bashes very lightly. Yeah, I'm using that very gingerly because <laughs> it is very... Uh, very liberal with that turn because he's it is, it is like tapping his head against the tree. <laughs> it's the live actor is going ah as he's slowly mushing his face against the tree to make it look like he's getting his face smashed. Yeah. And then there's a hard cut and Pork Chop's hand just all of a sudden whoosh, smashes as hard as he can in the tree, blood, basically bursting what should have been Trevor's head. Yeah. And this pile of mushy goo. It's so inconsistent because it's like <laughs> soft pat, soft pat. Hits you so hard, I smash your head into the tree. <laughs> brains bursting everywhere. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> so, um, after the... It looks so shitty. It, it did. The, the kills are not... They Yeah, it's it's pretty bad looking. I, it's, I can't say anything better than that. It's bad. Um, after the kill, we finally see Porkchop for the first time in this movie. Uh, the pig mask... It's now it's, covered in stitches and looks like something like Leatherface would wear. Yeah. So it's, it's like leather pig face, if you will. And uh, so meanwhile, Heather now has fallen asleep uh, in her sleeping bag. Uh, we join up with Rich and his girl Hannah, and they come across the barn slash shed. And they go inside to find the altar, which is, you know, again, just candles in a bucket. But, it, but it's all lit up this time. Yeah, the candles are lit up. It's all lit up. It looks better lit up. It does look better lit up, but it's still candles in a bucket. <laughs> uh Rich tells tells her a story about Porkchop that very few people know about, or uh, and he basically says that Porkchop didn't kill all his victims; that he left one woman alive to basically use as his sex toy because he is a man he had needs. Had needs, and on that note, that turns around enough that they can get the porkin. Because why not? Because yeah. I'm sure every girl gets wet and horny after hearing a story about a psycho killer in a pig mask raping women while they stand in a dark, creepy barn in front of the killer's recently used altar. I know my wife does. Oh, that's the best <laughs> sex ever. God damn it. So we go back to Heather. Uh, Porkchop just walks over, kicks her in the head and knock her out, stuffs her down into her sleeping bag, and just drags her away. Never to be, Never seen, be seen again. again. Never see what happens to Heather. Um, back at the house, Bobby, Meg, watching TV. The cliche news special report comes on the TV about a family making a plea for the safe return of their daughter who went missing last week or some bullshit. So it's got to be maybe the high school girl that got taken away or maybe I don't even I know. Didn't think about that. Maybe could, one it, of the les- just, lesbian hitchhikers. Maybe or it could just be some other random character. We've they never know, they met. don't really make the connection. No, they don't. Just some girl. <laughs> um, and this scene gets so awful i mean it's it's so bad like i can't even think of a word big enough to like really hit home how bad this is uh embarrassing it, it is embarrassing <laughs> yeah there we go uh we watch the supposed footage of this family the news footage but all it ends up being is the family talking over each other which leads them to arguing and then them cursing each other out and this is where it. we see cool duder yeah uh, and i guess it's supposed to be funny but it just sucks and kills whatever shitty flow or momentum this movie actually had going for it. Just killed it for me at this point. Mm-hmm. It just, it's awful. It's, it's, and it is, it's embarrassing to watch. It's so bad. It's so badly done. Like the one, the people don't even look like they, they're not, they don't even look comfortable being on camera. 
the one guy next to Cool Dude or Sean Phillips, his just looks like out of place and like scared shit. Like he just yeah, and it's it's like obviously I'm sure the director just said now just start yelling at each other and calling each other names. And, yeah, and but there was no like back and forth. And, you know, it was, it was like he's just kept the dad kept calling the son, you fat fuck, you fat son of a bitch, you fat son of a fucker, blah, blah. And the other's going, I'll kick your ass, I'll kick your fucking ass. I'll and they're just yelling like yeah. each other like that for about a minute. Yeah, it, it, it went on way too long. I mean, even a minute was too long for this scene. It was really bad. Um, so basically, yeah, I've said Sanchi Phillips is, is the brother. That's, that's his appearance in this movie. Um, we go back to the barn. Where Rich and Hannah have just finished having sex, and I was like, "Holy shit, she's actually wearing a bra!" Whoa. she's the first girl in the movie to wear a bra. Bravo! Uh, bra- yes, uh, bravo, bravo! Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they get dressed, and Hannah wants to leave, and she's like, "I'm out of here. I'm, this is creepy." She starts. To, she heads to the door, and but she stops, turns around to face Rick, right as Porkchop grabs him from behind and stabs him through the chest with a large knife. Which and how the holy fuck did pork chop get, get there? in? God damn it! This is a small barn. It's it's. It would have easily seen this guy enter. There's there's no way he gets that close it's to a three hundred pound monster. Oh. Air so like, and he ninjas oh. on in again. And it's light. Like they're standing right by the candle. Like it's just. It's not God. dark. There's not even a back door to this barn. There's like one entrance. One entrance. And she was walking towards it. Yes. Fuck. He just appears and. Oh, at least have the killers have some legit like. Ah, oh, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Hate it. I hate it so. I hate it. It's yeah. okay, Marshall. Uh, it's all right. I need my binky. Ew. Now we're getting weird. <laughs> yeah, we're getting weird. Let's get back to killing people. All Come right, on. let's all do it. Right. Yeah, all right. So Hannah screams. She runs out. Rich dies. No, oh, did you we just say how he died? Porch up from behind. Yeah, stabbed stabbed him. with a big yeah, knife yeah. through the chest. All right. Porky goes after her. She lets off a good scream. A here. good scream. It was a I good scream. I gotta say, she when she screams, she's she's really selling it. She yeah. wants she's like, I'm gonna be the next scream queen, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she really tries. She did try. Uh she so what ensues now is like one of the worst and slowest chase scenes I have ever seen. It's oh, a weird chase scene. And Hannah is barely even lightly jogging at best. I mean well, at in, best. In some scenes she's barely skittering, and others she's hauling ass. It's like you there's no again, continuity. Yeah, it's and there's some scenes pork chops like right on her tail, and then they cut, and then he's nowhere to be seen, and she's got time to go <gasps> and like look around. Yeah, and that's when he she gets caught by Porky, who pins her to the ground, starts to choke her, but somehow she's able to, you know, escape. With her skinny arms, slap off. Yeah, a 300-plus-pound guy. Slap off. And she's, like, and maybe a buck And slaps 20. him off enough that he falls down holding his head. I don't know. Yeah, if, I don't. Maybe she, and, and this is the thing. I would have liked it better if she, like, would have pulled off his mask or something like that, and he's like, "No, don't see my face," and like runs. That would be good. Or at least like, he tried to pull the mask yeah. up, and he, and and he has to like, let go of it. Fighting to, to get it back on. Yeah, and were they going for that? We don't know because the camera work was really bad. I don't think they were going for that. I just remember like slapping him, and she. Mm. He... Yeah, because I'm not gonna get, dude. I don't care how hard she slaps me, and I'm not a 300 pound pig monster. If I'm trying to kill her, I'm gonna fucking kill her. Yeah. Uh, so she gets back to the house. But Although there is a scene, I'm sorry. Okay, no, that's fine. Interrupt, but as she gets up to run away, and then you know, pork chop gets back up. And he's on his hands and knees, and he starts scurrying around on his hands and like knees, like a pig, yeah, really fast. I'm like, damn, this fat guy can move. <laughs> so I'm thinking this is a different actor who played pork chop. 
uh, or the the main killer. I'm not sure. I didn't do the research. If it is, it's not. It's the same guy. Is if it's the same guy, then kudos, man. He's either lost some weight or he's really learned how to like move better. Same guy who played pork drop in the first one because he's moving a lot quicker. A lot. He's 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 got some moves. All right. At least in that scene. No, you're right. Yeah, he's honestly he's like mm. screaming. Like, I thought this guy like the probably the best part of Portrait was that movie because it kind of like made him look like that that pig like evil, natural weird evil pig like yeah. he went to his like feral almost like right. And for a big guy, he's moving. He's that movement's really quick and yeah. bizarre and unnatural. And yeah, yeah and that like... was that's probably the best. That's the mm. best. Definitely the best pork shot moment in the right. movie. I agree. Um. So yeah, Hannah gets back to the house, but she falls to her knees in relief of seeing the house like a few yards shy of the door. So she stops, and uh, we cut inside to see Meg and Bobby, where they hear a scream coming from outside, and they rush to the window. They look out, and we see that Hannah has now been killed by having the tiki torch stabbed through her mouth out the back of her head. The torch is stuck in the ground, propping Hannah's body up as her back is arched backwards, and her mouth and jaw are like all distorted and uh, and wild from the the mass of the tiki torch sticking out of it while it's still lit. By the way, and this whole thing looks fucking ridiculous. Like I can't describe it properly. It's it's insane. It's so bad. I like the effort. <laughs> I really like the effort. Yeah, it's a weird kill. Yeah. I mean, we had chainsaw fucking in the first one. Yeah, we did. So at least, I mean, Tiki Torch fellatio to death. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, it goes through her head, out the back, like Marshall was saying. But the actress is really doing, you know, like, this like great background. And she's got to hold this pose with this makeup and weird thing on her mouth. Yeah. So, you know, again... Bravo! Yeah, not bad. No, you know? no, the effort was there. I will Unfortunately, say that. the makeup just didn't look that good. No, because you can see the, you can yeah. see the scenes. You can the, see the, 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 the her actual skin tone does not match like the right. prosthetic. You can right, right, right. clearly see I, it. I, but I appreciate the effort. Yeah, I also say that they, the yeah. effort they probably they they stepped that a little was, flew a little too high to that sun. Yeah, the, the yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but they that tried. was, and you can tell that was the that was the big one. Yeah, that, that was, was the, the money one. shot. That was the money shot. You know. Uh, so Meg grabs a, 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 you know, like the Michael Myers kitchen knife from a drawer. And, uh, we also learned apparently that this house has no phone and there's no cell phone service. Of course. Which is bullshit because they already talked about ordering a pizza. That's true. They did talk about ordering a pizza. So the phones must work. Yeah. There must be, or there must be cell reception. One or two. Yeah. You can't work. That's a great. Boo. Great. I I forgot about the pizza comment. Yeah. Um, That's what they were going to do the money, but instead they bought beer. Yeah. Uh, Shitty taped up beer. <laughs> <laughs> so Harold then knocks on the kitchen window. He's like, hey, let me in. I got locked out. He's like, hey, guys, I'm back. Uh, but he immediately just gets yanked out, 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 out of sight I'll, and killed. Yeah. You don't or, see it. He just gets yanked away and he's dead. You just, you just assume he's dead. Yeah. Um, Meg takes, hey, we're going to make a run for the tree line. Uh, and they run out of the house. They head to the barn, <sighs> uh, which. Why? Yeah, which is the Why? tree line. Why run to the barn? Why? What? You know what? How about the fucking car? Yeah, which you all just showed up in. Yeah, exactly. God That's a great it. point. Like, they didn't even try for the car, which prob- Bobby probably had the keys for. Or to the street in front of the house where we've already seen cars driving exactly. back and forth. That's another great point. Like, there's just too much, like, it's, it's, it's too illogical. Yeah. There's not, it's like, there's a killer killing our friends out there. We just saw one get killed. We just saw another one get pulled away. Let's run outside towards him. No. No. Yeah. I, that's, a, yeah. Um, so they get to the barn. 
where they ha- decide to sit down and have a take a breather, if you will. They decide, and then they yeah. have a deep emotional chat yeah. about how Bobby <laughs> was, was molested. molested as a child by his uncle, <laughs> and like this is why he's so mean to people. Or something. Like, a little it's, blue. It's it's what the shit, man. Like why it doesn't fit with nothing. anything? So nothing. he burst it in the song in one part of the movie. And now we're having like a fucking. Dr. Phil moment yeah. in the next one. <laughs> Jesus. It makes zero sense. It's so inappropriate for the time. It, it doesn't, yeah, it's awful. Um, because, yeah, I mean, why not? What, what better time to have a deeply emotional conversation than this? Uh, so, after he tells his story, Meg stabs him in the stomach with a knife, stands up and says, get him, daddy. Bobby looks up to see Porkchop standing over him, she pulls on the Petunia face mask. Porkchop uh, basically obliterates Bobby's head with a few chops and like this massive blade. Uh, and Bobby's head literally splits in half and then basically explodes. Yeah. So it's like a melon, some sort of prop. But, I mean, they yeah. have it. It's not too bad. No, it's because not Because they, they have it. The, the, the camera shot isn't too bad. It's like you see the, the head is so close to the camera so you can't tell like the bad, like... That it's a prop. And, and all you see is, like, the mm-hmm. top of the head, like yeah. the dome And part. you see pork chop above it smashing it to pieces. So you see it smashing in the the foreground uh, while in the background pork chop's going to town. Yeah. So it's not a bad shot. Well, Petunia or... or yeah, you know, Meg just Meg has with the, the, the mask, mask on. So it's kind of a cool image. Yeah. Um, so morning comes, and we join up with Bert and Teddy as they find Hannah's dead body still propped up by the tiki torch. Still backbending, baby. Uh, Bert goes into one of his weird hillbilly rants. Uh, it's, this one was hard for me to understand. I didn't quite get everything he was talking about. Um, and then Teddy says something along the like, should we? And Bert just laughs says, I know what you're thinking. And then it just cuts away. Like, So I really, I don't get what the hell they were going with at All this. Right. Like, I don't know if they're talking about having sex with the dead bodies. That's kind of what I was thinking Is that what you were thinking, for. too? Because that's the only thing I got was, like. Was, they were somewhat alluding to it, but not enough to even, like, punch home the joke. Yeah. Like, I just, it, it's very vague and, like, confusing, like, what's going on here and why. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <clears throat> so, like I said, it cuts away, and we cut to Porkchop and Meg. They're holding hands as they walk off into the woods through the field of wildflowers. And Meg turns to Porkchop and says, Daddy, where's Simon? He, and he doesn't say anything, and they, just, and they just keep on walking. Blackout. Roll credits. That, that's it. That's the movie. So, during the credits, there's also, we get outtake as a credit, we get outtakes from the filming. Um, and then at the very end, they, they also try to be funny at the end where it says, this movie was recorded in front of a live studio audience. And at the, all the credits have rolled, there is a post-cred scene of Sean C. Phillips finding his mother dead in the washing machine, his father dead on the toilet with a t- roll of toilet paper shoved <laughs> down his, his throat, and his brother's dead in a chair in the living room, seemingly killed by being strangled with shoelaces that are still attached to the shoes with a sock stuck in his mouth. And then Sean Phillips gets killed by pork chop via getting his throat slashed with a CD which is the worst effect of the whole movie because it's, it's basically a thin this giant fat neck with a little bitty <laughs> red line, line of, blood. of blood where he tries to sell it as hard as he can. He got Phillips tried so hard. Cool dude did the best, but it was just like this little, <laughs> bitty little square line of red blood. But he was working that red line. I mean, man. it looked like a paper cut. <laughs> so uh, that, and that's it. Yeah, that that's it. That that wraps up pork chop, pork chops or pork chop two, two rise, rise of the, the rind. rind. 
Uh, that, that's it for the, that's the movie. So let's go into favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. All right, Aaron, what we got this week? Uh, there were a lot more kills in this one than the first one. Were they better? I, I don't know about that, but there were more to choose from. Yeah. So, uh, what, what do you, what do you have for us this week? I mean, we got to say that they're two separate movies. So, I mean, well, they are, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm not comparing the two right now. I'm just saying what, what are the kills for this movie? I say, what's your favorite kill between the two? I'm yeah. Just, I, okay. Well, yeah. All right. It's it's tough because it seemed like there were some decent kills and some ones that weren't. Uh, I think my favorite kill was the very last. Well, not 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 cool duders kill, but the kill where um, I can't remember the, the jock's name. Um, Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, where he gets his head smashed into a whole bunch because it's it seems kind of dark. It's like you had the switch from Meg who stabbed him in the stomach and you know, betrayed him, and she's Porkchop's daughter or, you know, lover, who knows. Yeah. You know, and she's wearing the mask, which is kind of creepy, as he's, you know, violently smashing this head in. That's probably my favorite kill. Okay. Um, it's it's one of the better effects, I will say that. Um, and you're right, it is, it is definitely a darker tone, because a lot of the other kills, have, some of them, like, have a little more comedic value. To, I mean, come bong, on, a bong, yeah. a tiki torch. Mm. Uh, so they went really dark with that one, very visceral. Uh, but I don't know. Like I, I for me was gonna say I, I, my favorite kill was Simon, just because of the fact that holy shit they kill off the main character like before anybody else, which is weird. But at the same time, it is the main character, and they did him like so often stupid. Like they didn't give him like he should have had like a proper death or something. He should have like something happened to him. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if I'm gonna go that. The Tiki Torch is unique. Uh. The bong could have been awesome. Could have been awesome, but suck. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'll go. I'm gonna go Tiki Torch. Yeah, just because even though it's 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 ludicrous, it's insane, <laughs> it's it's bad, it's so bad, and you can clearly see all the makeup and yeah. all the. But like we said, they tried. Yeah. They swung for the fences. They came up short, but yep. I give them credit for trying. And it's definitely the visual of her just with her art back arch, and she's still twitching. It was like okay, I, and the tiki torch is still lit. It's, so swung with the fences. Did they reach the warning track with that kill? Yeah. I'd say at least they got to the warning track. Uh, it made you at first when it first left. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, I, yeah. I say that kid. So yeah. When you first see it, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's all. And then like, then he's like, oh, there's all the flaws with it. Yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. And yeah, all right, I was, yeah, I will say warning track. You get your hopes up, and then crushes it uh, <laughs> <laughs> um baseball's coming baby st louis cardinals <laughs> Woo! colonel nation uh so yeah okay there we go um that's that's our favorite kills this week let's move on to odds and ends not only did they watch these films they researched them too oh what is wrong with these guys all right we're starting from the ratings imdb gives it a 5.3 out of 10 um, Rotten Tomatoes, no official thermometer score, not surprising, but it has an insane 86% audience score. 86%. That's like Star Wars Force Awakens numbers. <laughs> and Well, how many people voted? I did look it up. It comes from an average rate of four out of five from eight users. Ah, well. But still, four out of five. I'm guessing those eight probably had something to do with the movie. Yeah. Hear that? I just love indie horror. Yeah, I'm like eighty six. I about shit my pants when I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> and Amazon three out of five. Uh, 
plot keywords. Only one keyword for this movie. Aaron, would you like to guess what that one keyword is? Pig. Close. Pig mask. Pig mask. Okay. That's it. That's it for keywords. Uh, so, yeah. If the movie you want to have some fun, go on there and uh, add some keywords. Just make shit up. Nobody fucking cares. Uh, <laughs> uh, trivia. Uh, again, got a decent amount of this. Uh, again, uh, Eamon Hardyman, the director, used his parents' home for the Simon's house, that White House. That was his parents' house, which explains okay. why it's so nicely kept. Mm-hmm. Um, the assistant director, Missy Dawn, also acts in the movie and goes on to play Pig Girl in the spinoff movie about the daughter of Porkchop killing a new batch of teenagers. Ew. So I'm guessing she took over the part from Angela Pritchett, who played Meg, since Angela, you know who's also in Pig Girl, plays a character by the name of Jennifer, even though she was Meg, who was Porkchop's daughter in this one. Right. So it gets really fucking confusing. That like, is strange. I'm really kind of interested. Like, I want to see what, like, how that plays out. Let's what... not go too far down this rabbit hole, buddy. Come on, <laughs> uh, let's pull back a little bit, okay? So the script was written in five days, which does not surprise me, because they should have spent a lot more time on the writing of this. I can understand, like, any movies are bad, and they have low budget, that's fine, but the one thing you can do is at least have work on the writing that doesn't cost you money right you can have better writing take us some things out here find you some things here and you can get a better movie uh now robert j hattie the second he designed the pork chop mask he also played mr fellsworth in the movie but he's probably best known as rj who was a contestant on sci-fi's hit tv show face off the makeup that makeup show yeah um now he he uh he's pretty damn good which uh made me think like why would you not take full advantage of him and have him do the makeup for this movie but no you know who did do the makeup the girl who played meg and like somebody else like you have like a professional guy who goes on to do professional makeup why are you not taking advantage of that and have him do the makeup it may have been money it but he acted have... in it. He, he... Yeah, yeah. He I mean he acted, but still, it's, this is his craft. This is what he does. Well, at you know? the time, these people on Facebook were like building. It. They weren't like Hollywood people yet. They this like their entranceway. And so he and this was, um, unless, actually did unless... some research. This was before Face Off, so he wasn't even on the show yet. It was like right before he started filming. Ah. so he could have like I. That was a missed opportunity. Like they even like. I don't know how they maybe he wasn't busy. Off. I mean, hey, you know, it's like maybe they got the mass room. He had it. He maybe he just didn't yeah. Have I'm just time. curious. Like, I want Who like knows? to know. Maybe maybe Meg was an understudy. Maybe I just would like to. I'd love to be able to find out more, like why he didn't do the make. You, that's like saying I have like Steven Spielberg to direct a film, but instead he's just going to play a bit part, and I'm going to have you know <laughs> some extra direct the movie instead. You know, it's ridiculous. Um. <laughs> Stefan Estelle Beagle, <laughs> not Steven Spielberg. Yes. Estan Still Still Beagle. Uh, the high school scenes were filmed at a local private college. Uh, Rob Cobb, who uh, played Porch on both movies, accidentally hit S- Sam, who plays Simon, in the jaw during where, where he slits his throat when he comes by the camera. Yeah, they did that in the outtakes. Yeah, you yeah. see it in the outtakes, but he actually does like clay clocks him. Uh, Rob Cobb. Also was the guy who played Howard, the big Dobie guy. I thought so. That por- Howard and Pork so. Chop were the same guy. I thought so because I was like, "That's a big motherfucker." Yeah, I'm like, "Hmm, he's got a he's he's got the look." He's that's my spider sense was tingling on that one. Well, Plus, you saw he never got killed by Pork Chop. He just got yanked off the camera. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
Now the family news footage that was uh that we saw with, with Cooler Duder and Sean Phillips, that was his actual family. Father Herb, Mother Gina, and brother Ethan Phillips. The actual Phillips family was in that scene. So it's his dad calling, calling him, him a, a fat, fat fucker. Fuck. Yeah. Jesus. Um this was also filmed at Alvin, filmed in Alvin, a small town outside of White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia, uh, which is where Hardy, where they shot the first pork, pork chop, along with Catholic Ghoul Girls, one of these okay. other movies. Yeah. So a lot of the same filming in the same place. And uh, this is just, you guys want to blow your load or just blow your mind on this? Get a little of this shit. I'd rather shit. blow my load. The Blu-ray for Pork Chop 3D is selling on Amazon for $1,199.97. That's what you can get it for on Amazon. Wow. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Is it just someone who has one who's just like, fuck it, let's just... I, it's like, yeah, I think it's like, it's like I look, it's like, it was like one copy, all you get, and it, uh, but it was like, yeah, $1,200 for this one <laughs> shitty movie. Um, so... I also, again, like the first one, there is a commentary track, which I watched. Okay. So I picked up some more tr- facts from the commentary. Fun, fun. Um, the commentary track features, in, on this movie, writer-director Eamon Hardyman, Brian Gano, who played Burt Felling, uh, Brandon Rainey, who played Rich. Uh, he was the one who gets stabbed to the chest. Mm-hmm. Adam Keith Edwards, who did the special effects, so the makeup guy. Bill Harrison, who played Teddy. And Lauren Landers, who was Red, one of the lesbian... Uh, oh, hitchhikers! <laughs> and I'm like, first of all, goddamn, there's way too many people to have in one commentary. She track. was the muff, not the muff diver. Yes, and again, that's I was thinking it's weird to have her because she's in the movie for like two minutes and dies. Like that's you're gonna have in the comment, really? Her? You know, fucking Lord of the Rings did it this way. Like they split it up between the different groups. Yeah, you know, it's like I love them. A big much like we have the actors, then we have the, the director, right, writer, then we right. have like the, the special crew. effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. love that. Yeah, uh, but I get they can't do it this way. But still, like, why her? Get like Meg or Simon or somebody to right. do it. Um, but they they managed to fuck up the commentary so bad because they didn't have the audio and the mo- track sound. So you're watching the movie play, but the audio that's playing is like several minutes. The video I sorry is several minutes ahead of the audio track, <laughs> so it's really like. This it's really disorientating. Did you have audio issues at the very beginning of the movie? Like the first third of the movie, I noticed that the lips and the audio were not matching up correctly. Yeah, there's a little bit of dubbing issues. In yes, that, but the whole counter track is off, and they they eventually start counting about it. And it's like, well, we fucked this up. We're gonna stop talking about the movie. We're just talking about our shit now. Uh, but it's like I got to, I can't even watch the screen because it's so off putting. Huh. Um, the movie was mostly funded through Kickstarter and GoFundMe. Uh, most of the budget went towards equipment. Uh, they recorded the commentary at the same bar that they shot and used in Pork Shop One, that little <laughs> bar called The Empty Glass. Sweet. Uh, Road trip. Where Lauren Landers works either as a waitress or a bartender, which so that's where they met to get the part in the movie. <laughs> Sweet. Um, the characters Bert and Teddy are also in the movie Zom. Zombie Babies, where Teddy is also played by a different, apparently played by a different actor in each film. So, like, so apparently that's your shtick. That's the shtick. And uh, apparently, according to Laura Landers, uh, they took the body mold that they used the cat of her chest to get the, for that special effect. Uh, the original mold was put on display for a fundraiser, and she jokes that everyone she works with and everyone who came in has now seen her boobs. <laughs> um, uh, we are talking about R.J. from Face Off. Uh, 
And lastly, according to Eamon Hardyman, Kylie Williams, who played Heather, the girl uh, who had the sex scene in the woods uh, at the end, mm-hmm. the end uh, she had a really bad fear of spiders. And during the filming of her sex scene in the woods, uh, uh, Hardyman saw a really large spider spot crawling up her ass. And he says... <laughs> Up her ass? Well, like, on her on ass. Her like, ass. crying okay. up her on her ass. Not, like, up her ass. It's an adventurous spider. Um, and Eamon says he rushed in, grabbed the spider, and threw it off of her. But in doing so, he accidentally grabbed a large handful of her ass cheek. In the process, he didn't want to scare her about the spider to cause her to freak out and put a halt to the filming. So he just said, sorry, I grabbed your ass. Which she replies, no problem, according to him. And... That's really the last story they talk about because then after that, the commentary just gets really too weird to even follow. So he just wanted to grab her ass. He's like, ooh, I can Well, he does say, he really was like, I never told me, sir, but yes, there was a big spider. I apologize. I didn't know if I should tell her then or now because I didn't want to, you know, freak her out during the filming of the scene. Uh, But whatever. Take it for what you will. That's what he says. Uh, That's all the trivia and the facts I have for for this movie. It's a lot. Yeah, it's surprisingly a lot more for such a shitty small budget movie. Well, a lot of these horror, these low indie movies have, uh, you know, they got a following. Obviously, they were able to make three pork chops. Yeah, four if you got the spinoff. So let's move on to this week's budget game. Shit. Time for Aaron to blow his wad with the budget game. All right. Budget game time. Aaron, what do you think is the budget for Pork Chop 2, Rise of the Rhine? Well, I know Pork Chop 3, pardon me, Pork Chop was $3,000. That's correct. So I didn't see a lot of growth. There were more people. There was a lot more people. A lot more people. You had extras. You know, the high school students in the hallways and stuff. I don't know if they're paid. Probably not. Probably not. But you had more actors, a lot more actors. Mm -hmm. A lot more titties. Almost every single girl in this movie takes her shirt off. It's a lot of titties. So that's a rare, like, every, almost every single girl except for Meg and I think Hannah show their tits in this movie. Everybody. I'm trying to think. The sound quality was still off. The lighting wasn't great. It wasn't like, I mean, and you said they spent the most, of the majority of the money on equipment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a little hint for you. I mean, I or, or not a hint, but like a little piece of information to work with so you got location was free essentially i'm gonna say they're a little bit more than i'm gonna say ten thousand dollars aaron's guess is ten thousand dollars actual budget for pork chop 2 rise of the rind aaron blows his wad again five thousand dollars shit but didn't even double it yeah five thousand dollars for this movie i mean uh, if you if you want to be like I wasn't that far off in reality. In reality, you, know? <laughs> you weren't. You really weren't. I mean, five thousand dollars in support when we're talking about the millions right now, being off by hundred thousand. You weren't that far off, but yeah, five thousand dollars. Jesus Christ! Uh, I was thinking maybe for the titties. You, I thought so too. Like you, pay you have to pay especially all these for the the sex scene in the beginning. It's like whoa, you have to pay people to do that. Yeah. Like, it's like yeah, they, but these girls are like fuck. I'll take my shirt off for. You know, a beer and a pretzel or something. Who knows what they had? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it's like, apparently that's all. They didn't get much. Beer and a pretzel? <laughs> beer and a pretzel. <laughs> all right, let's, <laughs> let's move on to five-star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews. All right, five-star reviews. There's only one from... Jose O, which reads, great price, great service, five stars. That's 
Shout out to Amazon. Shout out to Amazon. Oh, wait, it was on this movie? Shit. (laughs) So with that, I moved on to four star reviews, which there are only two. Uh, From B. Okay, service. Okay, time. Four stars. Porkchop 2 is a decent slasher sequel that is better than Porkchop. It has a faster pace and the body count seems to be higher. And it might be the first slasher movie ever made where the characters break into song as if they were in a Broadway musical. Sean C. Phillips, who is cool duder on YouTube, is in two scenes and is hilarious. Four stars. Which, eh, I can't, I don't know about that. Now, this is crazy. We have Netstab is back again, who also commented last week on Porkchop 1. So, this is like the first, we've had a repeat back-to-back. Nice back-to-back. All right. Now, here's what he said. Here's what he said about Porkchop 1, just to refresh your memory. This movie was enjoyable as hell. Yes, it's shot. Yes, it's clearly made by some amateurs, but I mean that in a kind way. Somewhere outside of Hollywood, but it's clear they have they love what they do, and this film is a fun result. Okay, and here's what he said about Porkchop 2. Let's see. Oh, if let's... you're looking for a movie with heart and a ton of soul, this fits the bill. Four stars. Simple. That's what he says. Hmm. Uh, one star reviews. There were two. Roll them down. Uh now, the first one is just a guy complaining about how the discs were scratched and unplayable. So you take that off, Dean, right yeah. now. That's the whole thing. But now, in another first, Rick, Rick Morris is back again. He also commented on Porkchop 1, which, and here's what he said about Porkchop 1. Oh, shit. Hated everything about this so-called <laughs> horror movie. Complete abortion. I hope the third graders who wrote this crap aren't proud of themselves. I hope these people never make another film. One star. God damn. Yeah. So here's what he writes about Porkchop 2. I wish I could have given this and the first movie negative stars. Cause it, oh, and just like the first one, every single word is capitalized again, okay. which is really fucking weird. Um, I wish I could have given this and the first movie negative stars because it was a total waste of time and money. Don't bother with this sequel. It's more than, of an abortion than the first one. One star. So he actually paid money to see the second one after the first one was so bad it's an abortion. <laughs> yeah. He goes off to actually purchase another one. I wonder if this guy's got a vendetta. You know, <laughs> like he's got it out for. He was the... bullied by somebody in the cast exactly. in high school. He's just like, fuck those guys. I'm going <laughs> to fuck them every chance I get. Don't but watch I've, this. That's the first time I've, I've seen two of the same reviewers on the same movie in back to back movies. A horrible horror first. Yeah. Uh, and both basically on the same end of the spectrum. I, the one guy loved both of them. The other guy hated both of them. Uh, so with that said, let's give our final opinion on Pork Chop 2, uh, Rise of the Riot. Aaron, what are your clothing, clo- closing remarks this week? All right. I mean, I liked Pork Chop because of the fact it was such a low-budget film. $3,000 yeah. made, and it, it had a lot, you know... There was some fun to it. It may not have been the be- done the best, but there was still an air of kind of fun and levity to it. Yeah. And you had Elrond. You had, you know, the punk rocking Brit. You had, you know, freeze frame jump. Yeah, you know, the freeze frame So jump. you had some moments like that. $3,000. Okay, okay, you just made the cut for, you know, so bad it's good. This yeah. one, and I said last week, this has got to kind of step up. You did you say gotta, you're going to hold it to a you higher gotta standard. Hold it to a higher standard, so you know you're going to have a little bit. But you almost doubled your budget. <laughs> almost. <laughs> okay. So you know, uh, let's see some better effects. Were there better effects? The tiki there effect. There were more effects. There were more. Not necessarily better. There were more. Um, to be perfectly honest, I liked the pig mask better in the first one. I did too. 
I did too. I liked the pig mask better than the first one. I thought it looked more visceral, grosser. Yeah, I, I totally scary. agree. This one looked more like something you could buy at, you know, a Halloween store. A good mask. Yeah. I'm not saying it was bad, but it just looked like more of a prop than an actual visceral, gutted out, hollowed out pig, pig head. Yeah, I agree. I, I actually full 100% agree with you on yeah. that. I preferred the mask in the first one as well. Um, a lot of titties in this one. Can't complain about that. But at the end of the day, it you didn't seem to have the campiness. It wasn't executed as well. You can tell the writing was only five days long. The writing suffered. It wasn't. It didn't flow well. Uh, I'm gonna have to say so bad. It's scary. So bad. It's scary. Um, I I, I just want to go back on the mask real quick. I think one reason why I didn't like it is I thought the stitches, where it's like so they sewn together, were too big. Like if they were right. smaller, more realistic stitches, I think would have been less scary. But they were almost so big, like almost made. It comical or cartoony well yeah the mask was be- i agree better the first one uh my take uh i pretty much agree with everything you said mm-hmm. um the budget yeah we should have held to a higher standard i think the the writing was rushed the film i think was rushed the campiness was lost uh it just like you had a moment of it with the singing and then you just never went back to it or yeah, you never I, did I anything don't... else that was more tongue-in-cheek or silly even like yeah yeah, I, I, I think there's a lot of things that went wrong. Like, this had potential to be a better sequel. Like, I get the the character Porkchop isn't bad. I guess right. for an independent horror movie, they it could be a solid franchise. It's just not they're not executing it like yeah as well as they could. So like, also, I get the mon- lim- the monetary limitations, mm-hmm. uh, but still, like compared, like I said. First three thousand dollars, we gave it a pass. So bad, it's scary. But again, this one, even it's five thousand, still not much. But I actually think they took a step backwards. They I had agree. more money, but I think they went backwards. I much rather watch Pork Chop One again than Pork Chop Two. So I also with you this week going to say so bad, it's scary. Um, so with that said, there we are. There is Pork Chop Three D. So we are going to uh, continue on with the pork chop tr- franchise but we're going to take a break Thank from pork chop you g- i'm looking dude i'm sorry <laughs> i know this is audio you guys couldn't see me i'm like looking at marshall like i'm gonna kill you i know i just want to fuck with you. <laughs> we, we are gonna come back and i i don't know why but i want to finish out this story i want to see what happens pork chop 3D and and, and the, the the spinoff pig girl well we'll see what happens but we're gonna do that down the road yeah but okay, okay i'm sorry i just gotta go back to this one thing that i think i, I forgot to mention or wanted to mention but then you started talking about Porkstar 3D, and we're going to watch it. I was like, oh, my God, I lost my focus. <laughs> the part where they're at the high school. Yeah. Okay? And the woods are right there, and they kill the teens couple in the woods. Mm-hmm. So Park Chop is there so close to the high school. Wouldn't you be terrorizing the kids you know, or the, killing yeah. the kids or something along that nature? So I, I feel that's part of the rushed process of the writing. You know, like you didn't. You, well, there's a lot of flaws. Yeah, the, the, mm-hmm. his that methodology was, that was and all that this really stuff stuff got to me. Yeah, there's you know, a he, lot of flaws. I there's stuff I I knew I meant to say on this, but I can't. I lost track of it now. And as soon as we get done, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I wanted to say, and that's going to happen to me. But yeah, there's there's a lot of flaws with this one. Um, but next week, next weekend is WrestleMania. So uh, in honor of that, we are going to <laughs> we are going to do pro wrestlers versus zombies. Yes, next week. Yes, uh, yes. I'm looking forward to watching this. Yes, movie. that's gonna be a fun one. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, remember, check out our Facebook page. Check us out on all social media. We're there. Twitter, we're at So Bad Scary. Everywhere else, we're a horrible horror podcast. 
remember, check out the Instagram for uh, the Epically Awful 8, which will be starting a uh, day or two after this goes gets posted. So keep Who's going to win the 2016-17 crown? Yeah, last year was Alice in Murderland. Uh, my bracket's already been busted, so uh, who knows? It's everybody's game this year. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. if you have any other comments, questions, feel free to email us. Send us an email, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, anything you want. Uh, we always look forward to hearing from yep. our listeners. So all right, Moon Goons, till next week. Remember, take it easy. Watch more horror movies. And I'm going to say keep it porky. <laughs> keep it tight, y'all.